Welcome to the My Creative Days podcast, where we will talk about all things DIY, home decor, decorating tips, and creating a beautiful home on a budget. I am hoping our time together will spark a creative idea, help you plan your next DIY, or inspire you to finally tackle that project you keep putting off. Grab your favorite cup of motivation and let's chat. Okay, welcome back to the podcast today. I have a special guest here on the podcast. I am talking with Gina from Sanded Edges Furniture. And a little backstory um, about Gina. She is, number one, she's inside the Creative Squad, which is my private online furniture flipping uh, community. And she was one of the first people that I sent my uh, furniture flipping course to to give me all her feedback, all her input. Um, And then her furniture makeovers are some of my favorite, favorite of all. I, I just, I, I honestly, and I tell Gina that all the time when she posts something new, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love that. It's, it's so good. Um, she's a su- successful furniture flipper. She sells on Etsy. Um, and I wanted her to come on today and kind of talk about Etsy, um, talk about selling furniture on Etsy and just kind of her experience with Etsy, because I think, um, a lot of people, especially new furniture flippers, I don't think they think about Etsy as a, you know, a place to sell their furniture and tons of people do it with tons of success. And one of those people are Gina, is Gina. And so I asked her to come on today. So Gina, thank you so much for coming on today and talking with us. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Lynn. Yes. So first of all, for those that don't know, what is Etsy? Just like Google, put a piece of furniture description into a search engine and up will pop hundreds of thousands of options and people can scroll through and purchase. It's really that kind of easy. Right. It is, it, it is like a search engine. You, If you want to shop for whatever, you go into Etsy. Um, if you're looking for a specific furniture piece, just like she said, yeah, you just you put it in the search and tons of furniture will show up. Uh, how long have you been on Etsy? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I want to say maybe two years. Okay. And that's solely been just for furniture, right? That's the only just, thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. And what are the pros for selling on Etsy? It's, I just feel like it's a very classy site. It's easy to navigate, but it's just, I just feel like it's very pretty. It's user-friendly. It's aesthetically pleasing. And I mean, I do sell on Marketplace because it's free advertisement, but it's just prettier on Etsy. And I feel like that attracts more buyers for some right. reason. Right. And what made you decide to go on Etsy? Like, was there a, like a, like, what was your deciding thing to, to sell on Etsy? Um, that's a good question. I just thought I'd give it a shot. There really wasn't any specific goal, objective or reason. Okay. I just wanted to give it a shot and see what happened. All right. Okay. And what are the cons for selling on Etsy? (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I think the first con, which I feel like is like not a huge con, but it is, is that it's, it's 20 cents to list or 40 cents to list each item, which is nothing really. It's totally worth it. But I feel like the biggest con is that when you sell a piece, Etsy does take a portion of your sales. And I do feel like it's a little more than they should take, but I feel like that's the biggest con. Okay. And is that, how much do they take or does it depend on how much the piece is or how does that, how does I think that? it? Yeah. I think it depends on the sale. 
on the actual set. Okay. So then that tells you, okay. So it must be a percentage of, I think. Okay. Okay. All right. And I've heard people talk about that, but, um, some people add that into their price a little bit for, for the cost that they take out. And some people say, well, that's kind of the price that you pay for, you know, what they're, you know, they're, they're doing all the SEO and the, you know, they have the site for you. And, and so that's just kind of the, the price you pay, but I've, I've I never thought of that. I'm going to do that. <laughs> oh my I've, gosh. I've also heard the other side though, where people are kind of frustrated with the costs and stuff of running, um, of selling on Etsy. So I've, I've heard both ways, but okay. I feel like it's worth it, Lindsay, because yeah. I just, I 99% of my sales, I've said this before, are through Etsy. So I just feel like, you know, you have to, you know, choose your battles and yes. that's not a battle worth fighting for me. Exactly. Because of the reach and the audience that Etsy can Yes. Right. I mean, yes. so that, that's the, that's the, that's it. Like, and that's what your goal is obviously to sell, uh, reach as many yes. as you can. And I wanted, I wanted to say one other thing. There is yeah. a pr other pro and I don't think many people know about it. So you know how, when you boost a post on Instagram or Facebook, you get one general charge and then it's done. Right. Right. On right. Etsy, on Etsy, what you do is you can sign up for like advertising or marketing mm -hmm. and you only get charged if someone clicks to go to your site and that can get costly, but it, not necessarily. I've I've only ever done it once, but I feel like it's kind of, it seems, I don't know what your opinion might be. It seems almost like a better thing because you may actually, you can set a budget and right. you'll only get charged if they click. Well, see, so that's, I don't normally do it. Yes. See, and that's a good thing because you're only getting charged if it's working. It, 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 yes. it, that's kind of what you're telling me because on Instagram and Facebook, it's kind of, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of yeah. the same thing, but you know, sometimes you're, it's not working, but you're still paying. No. So yeah, that's really, yeah, that's okay. I didn't even know Etsy did that. So that's, that's yeah. okay. So Gina, so like I said, <laughs> she has been part of our uh, creative squad for years now. And um, one of the things, I mean, we are there for our squad members. My entire team is if they need help, if something goes wrong, if they need help with a project, whatever it is. And we kind of got a message from Gina, um, a while back about we'll call it a message yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um about some things that were happening to her on etsy and the reason why i want to share this story is because it's it's like a comeback story and it's like a perseverance story that where i think a lot of people would have just been like listen i'm done like i'm not even going to see this through i could care less uh but gina didn't do that and so i do want her to talk about that today um, and Gina, I'm going to kind of let you tell the story and kind of what happened. Um, we'll start there. So let us know what okay. happened. <laughs> so just to start, like being in the squad is, I think, one of the best decisions I've made throughout, start, you know, through starting Sanded Edges, because there's so much, there's so many resources, so many people. And I do want to say that you, Lindsay, are like, when someone needs you in the squad or, and I hate to say this out loud because I feel like people are going to harass you now, but <laughs> you are, <laughs> you're there lickety split. Like you could, you know, I just felt like you were right there. So yeah. I had a complete meltdown. <laughs> we'll call it a, a situation. <laughs> yes. I had a complete meltdown because I went to log into my Etsy account and it wouldn't let me log in. So I thought I forgot my password. You right. tried to change my password. 
nothing. So I called Etsy. I don't know if it was customer service or business services. Mm -hmm. And they were asking me all these questions. And here I am on the phone with them, completely hysterical. And she, the woman's so nice. She puts me on hold. She comes back and she says, I'm sorry, you are no longer welcomed on the Etsy platform. Um, you have been not barred. I can't remember the word they use, but basically cut off for life. Yeah. And I have to hang up now. And they just hung up on me and cut the call. They wouldn't even tell me why. That's so, yeah. Yeah. So that's when I had the meltdown. We okay. called them back and it was a different person. And she could hear that she could hear the, the, traumatic, like she could just hear how upset I was and how honest I was being that I really didn't know what I did wrong. And so she put me on hold and she came back and she's like, there's nothing. I mean, she could have hung up on me because I guess that's protocol. And she was like, there's nothing I can do for you. I'm like, you can't even tell me what I did wrong. And she said, no, I'm sorry. (sighs) So I hung up with her and I did not sleep all night. Yep. And so at like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, I had this epiphany and I just went onto my, my computer and obsessively researched and found central, like their um, main building, their central office, so to speak in New York city and started researching people in certain departments and got their emails. Oh my God. And yes. And I don't think that is something that people normally do or would know to do. That's it right there. No to do. That's why it's like you were on a mission from like the, from like the get go, which was like to be, and I know I would be a complete mess the same way. Like, but to like, like watch you and hear you like go through it. And we were on our end trying to do whatever we could do to help you. But Mm -hmm. you were determined and it was, I mean, you were not stopping until give, just give me an answer. That's all you wanted. What did I do wrong? I just, you know, you were fighting until the end. So, yeah. So even if they barred me for life, which I'm really happy they didn't Mm -hmm. at least tell me what I did and they would not even do that. But I think I know what I did and I learned from it. And this is why the Etsy seller handbook is crucial So a woman had reached out and messaged me and said, I have a piece that I would like refinished. This is like the only thing I can make sense of because there's nothing else that I did wrong. And she had, I said, oh, okay. Um, I'll contact my shipper, find out how much it is to ship it to me. And then I'll ship it back to you, which I still think isn't anything wrong, but because I would keep communication on through Etsy. Maybe I gave her my number. I don't remember. It was a while ago, but that's the only thing I can make sense of. So I found a bunch of emails through specific departments at the Etsy headquarters. And what I did was I wrote a general email to one of them, and then I copied it and pasted it and sent each individual person. I think it was like three or four people, the same email. And then what I said to myself was, I'm going to wait two hours. And if in two hours, none of those people email me back, I'm just going to start going up the chain of command of emails that I found within like 30 minutes. I got an email from the specific department that handles this sort of seller thing. I can't remember what it's called, but I can find out. And she said, hi, Gina, I got your, I got someone from this department emailed me, um, forwarded me your email. 
Um, she said, give me about an hour and your Etsy shop will be up and running and everything will be back in there. Like it was never gone. And to this day, I, so I was elated. And so I was like, I am not chipping at that ice to this day. I have no idea what I did. And I almost don't want to know. All I know is now I am extremely vigilant. And if I think it's something is awry in the smallest or something I did in the, like just one little thing before I return the email or respond, I go check the seller handbook because you know, Lindsay, I'm in it to win it. And when I started sanded edges, I knew in my mind for me to have the courage to register as an LLC failure was, I could fall. I could smack my face on the cement, but I could not fail and have sanded edges cease to exist. So that's why I was on a mission. That's why I was driven. I was not going to stop. If they told me this is why, and we cannot help you, well, then I would have had to cut my losses, but I would have found another way to be as successful selling as I was on Etsy. I would have found a way, but thank the Lord, I got it back. And yes. And nobody would think, Hey, I'm going to look for some emails to the people that are like, in charge. I mean, you just, it was just, it was unbelievable to like witness and, and it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, so and you and I had said, we can't imagine how many people have lost their Etsy pages and just cut, cut their losses there and gave up. Yes. Yes. That's it's what devastating. I, oh, I can't even imagine. I cannot. No. Yes. I, I mean, I can, because I was, I was there with you, but yeah, I can't even And for them to be, so here's another lesson, a good lesson to learn um, is you don't have control over that. And, and like Gina, like I've, I've said before, I say it in my courses, I say it in the group, I say it, you know, on my stories, all these apps, Instagram, Facebook, Etsy, all of them, you don't have control over. And so um, it's just part of business, but, but they're all, I mean, they're good platforms. They're good and bad. They've got their pros and their cons, but it's just something to always think about. And like how Gina says, she is always, um, she's always looking through the seller handbook now to making sure like she's doing everything right. She did learn. Well, I, I shouldn't say you learned this, but you only communicate within the app um, because maybe that was what yes. it was, but you still don't. That's have- a huge rule. Okay. Okay. And you, no. still, you still don't have a concrete reason on why they took your shop away. No, and at this point, I I don't really care. Yeah. I don't want to open that can of worms. Yeah, they don't. But, it's like they don't even owe you that. It's like they they're not even going to tell you that. Which is no, no. It's just it's crazy. So and so they just hang up on you, which I kind of feel like is, um, not the most classy no uh, way to handle, especially on a platform like Etsy, which is a multi billion dollar corporation. Exactly. Exactly. So how long did it take you to get your account back? Was it so the day, so the day that it happened, it less than 24 hours. Okay. Like okay. it was like 12 hours, if that. But that, that was through your diligence and you like, yes, you nonstop, like, yes, reaching out. And I would have contacted the president, the CEO. I would have gone that high. And you guys, she's not <laughs> like, <laughs> she, no, she, no, until she got an answer. It was like, she, like I said, she was on a miss, mission. So do you think, and I don't yeah. know, if you've heard from anybody else on Etsy. Is this a common issue with Etsy? Have you heard of this happening to anybody else? Have you? 
I have not. I don't, I have to assume that it happens a lot because yes. Etsy has such, um, such um, tight rules. I mean, and if there is a crack in your account or page, it, you're gone. Now, I don't know. I do know that if it's a minor infraction, so to speak, you can challenge it and request it back. Um, but I don't know what the difference would be from getting barred for life to going on sort of something like, okay, we're going to put you on probation, but you can have your page back. Type of thing. Right. I don't, I don't know, but I assume it happens quite it, a bit. It does. And I have been in other, you know, groups and it, it does, and they can, and like, and, and it's been said before, they don't even have to give you a reason. It's just, you're gone. And so um, but once I hit the department, once I, was able to communicate with someone at headquarters. Can I just need to tell you that they were fantastic. Okay. They were nice. They were professional. I was going to ask you, how would you rate Etsy support? So when you got to the right people, it was great. <laughs> yes. Okay. And I think those other people like customer service, <clears throat> they were only following protocol and what they are told to do. Right. So I don't really blame them. <clears throat> but once I hit headquarters, like they were phenomenal. Okay. Okay. Do you feel like Etsy's standards, guidelines, rules, do you feel like they're hard to follow? Do you feel like, you know, if, if, if somebody were to go on to Etsy and, and start a shop, do you feel like they need to like, be, not be scared, but I mean, like they have to like really look at the seller handbook. Yes. Okay. Make sure. Like as long as they're diligent, with the handbook, I think they'll be fine. In defense of Etsy, I think that their rules are so strict because they are truly trying to protect both the seller and the buyer. I, I really believe that. But I do think that some things need to be tweaked. But I do think that it's to protect sellers and buyers. I do. Yes, right, right. Okay, so they're not, I mean, they're not that hard to follow. They are strict, but they're mm -mm. strict for... I mean, you want, if you're selling your furniture on, you know, a platform like that, you want it to look professional. You want it to be professional. You want to trust the sale that's coming in. And, you know, yep. the seller wants to trust you as, you know, as the, or I'm sorry, the buyer wants to and trust And I think, you. Lindsay, that sometimes they test you. Like Etsy will have fake people come in and message you to ask for a price on something. And then they'll, tr I don't know why I think this, because I've gotten a few sketchy messages right. and I've been like, I feel like that's an Etsy test. So whatever your gut is telling you, then that should be what you go with. Yes. I always say that. And that's, that's yes. the thing. like, don't ever. And if something feels like spam or sketchy mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. like, wait a minute, this just doesn't see, do not click on anything. Number one, do never click on anything. Never, 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 ever, <laughs> never <laughs> do not put like your personal information or, you know, like, yeah. You, nothing like that. It should be coming to you in a, like a random message or like an email. Mm -hmm. like, just don't click on anything and do not, do not send anything if it just doesn't. And if you give, no, if it doesn't feel right. And if you, if you give someone your email within the Etsy messaging, whether it's the app or online, you'll get kicked off because what happens is once you communicate with each other, the Etsy conversation automatically gets emailed to you. So then that way Etsy has a way of tracking it. Okay. You can't just give that person your Etsy. You can't give that person your email in the at all because they'll. That's another reason they'll bar you. 
Okay. They want everything to go through Etsy. So then they can, yes. if something did yes. happen, they've got records of it all and they can. Yes. So, I mean, mm -hmm. that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, okay. What was your biggest takeaway from this experience? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my God. So many things like everybody's just doing their job. Um, you know, just always research everything like you know read the seller handbook if you're unsure go back and check it if it's instagram you know go to the help center and google that you know look something up like always do your research before anything else because you just don't know who or what is on the other end you right. just don't right. and so you just want to know and if you don't then join the squad and they will be able to help you too. I mean, I swear by the squad. I swear yeah. by it. There's some, yeah, there's just something about a community that, you know, that that are doing or knowing what you're in. Like it's just mm -hmm. hands down in business. It's just, um, yeah, it's just, it's yeah. It's and everyone is so quick to support you in the squad. And that's what makes it so great. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's quick. Like people will just contact you either privately or through, the squad it's just amazing depending on yeah what it is we try to yeah, yeah we try to do everything we can so that's important to us so if you would okay would you recommend what would you recommend to somebody that's thinking about so I guess I should say for me um I have never sold furniture on Etsy um but it's just not something you know when I started it just really wasn't around and um, and then my business just kind of has taken this like other, I'm still flipping furniture on uh, obviously, but I'm, I'm just, I have all these other things going on. Um, so right. somebody that's just like, you know what, I think like you said, you're just going to give it a try. Um, what would you tell them? What would you, what would you recommend? What would you tell them? Is there any advice you would give them? Yeah. Okay. So the first thing, and I'm not just saying this because I'm on the, I'm, I'm doing this podcast with you, Lindsay, yes. but I'm honestly from the bottom of my heart, taking your course sub, was substantially, it just, it, it really prepared me for ev like everything. And it just gave me insight into so many things, which actually transferred into my Etsy stuff. So what happened was, is I, I decided, you know what? I'm just going to sign up on Etsy and I'm going to post two pieces. Yeah. That's 40 cents for the listing. And I'm going to see what happens. And I sold one piece within a week. And so I decided, you know what, now I'm going to add four pieces. And it just, it just sort of grew that way. Um, I don't think you have to have a tax ID. I'm not really sure about all that. I have it. So right, right. Um, that's my advice. And within your course, you talk about, and this was a question you sent me like, Number five, five tips for selling on yes. Etsy. Yes. You, your, your course on how to sell fits the Etsy description. And you have all of these bulleted items of what to include in your Etsy, what to include in a description of a piece that you're selling. That mm -hmm. is key. And that's one of the biggest things that I actually use now when listing pieces on Etsy. It's that part of the course among a ton of others was so helpful. Like it changed so my Etsy pages and my description to the nth degree. And I've sold quite well since. 
That's awesome. That makes me so happy. Descriptions and like staging and all of that. It's just so important. Like, and it's something people look over just kind of like, oh, it's a dresser, you know, but like, there's so much more to it. And if you want to sell that, so how many pieces would you say now that you kind, I I, I know it changes um, that you have on at one time? So I, if I can have 20 pieces on, I would, but I think currently I 12. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's awesome. And I just sold two. So now I think that there's 10. Yeah. Okay. And so with Etsy, we can kind of touch on this a little bit with Etsy um, and selling furniture all over, because like she said in the beginning, Etsy's for everybody. You actually work with shippers that come and pick up your piece and they, you know, ship it and take it to the, um, to the buyer, which is not hard so I know okay. that's going to be a question that are pe- the people are listening to this podcast are going to be like, okay, yeah, so it's all great to sell in there, but what happens when you sell something? Can you just kind of briefly talk about that shipping part and that Sure. it's not hard? So yeah, I don't, I put in the first line, shipping is not free for this item. Please provide your zip code so I can, you know, I can give you an accurate estimate. I originally went through U-Ship, which is approved by Etsy, and I started to form relationships with specific shippers that I really liked. And so um, we just started contacting and communicating outside of U-Ship. So I will contact them, give them the zip code, the measurements and a photo. They respond with, this is how much it's going to cost. This is date. This is the date for pickup. This is the date for delivery. I let the potential buyer know they can say yay or nay. If they say yay, the shippers come, they wrap everything for me, they load it and they take it. And then they shoot a picture for me when it's been delivered. It's just, I mean, it's not, it's not at all what I thought it was going to be. Like I'm thinking, I know. you know, when I first learned about this, I'm like, oh my gosh, you've got to package a whole dresser and not Some at Some companies will make you do that, but I oh. won't choose people that do that. Oh, oh, okay. So that's good to know. Okay. But yeah, everybody else that, you know, that I've talked to kind of about that has been, has had the same experience as you. Yes. And I don't know if that's like a U ship thing. Cause that is like the main platform that most furniture flippers use, but yep. I mean, it just sounds amazing. You put it on the front porch or whatever in the garage and they take care and, of it. And once you've done it once or twice, it becomes so easy to communicate with a shipper and just get it done. It just, it's, it's like second nature now. So if you are wanting to, uh, ship your furniture pieces, we are here to tell you, do it. It's nothing to be scared about at all. No. Um, I think a lot of people worry about that or just think it's, you know, hard, but it's not, it's not. So Okay. It might be intimidating at first, but it's it's really fine. Just like you're going to do right. Like, you just don't know what to expect, but, um, So how does someone decide if it's worth it or not to sell on Etsy? <clears throat> um, I mean, I feel like that depends on the person and that's like an individual sort of emotion yeah. or decision. But if you price your pieces accordingly and then you go in and you add the shipping and <laughs> I hate to say it, but the tip as well, so that the, <laughs> so that the buyer is really paying for everything. Um, it makes it worth it as long as you're pricing your pieces accordingly and you're making some overhead. I mean, that's really what makes it worth it. Yes. And I, I firmly believe that you can, um, get higher prices when you're selling it, you know, like nationally or on a place like Etsy than yes. and like locally. Yes. You I would- make, I, so many sales nationally, so yes. many. And so, and the price I feel like is higher. Because you actually on something like Etsy, you actually have people that are coming to look for that, you know, exact thing. 
where if you're mm -hmm. on Facebook mar marketplace, it'll be, you know, it might just be somebody browsing through the marketplace and, you know, yes. um, you know what I mean? So I feel like yep. you, can, you can get a higher price on a, on a, on a platform like Etsy. And on certain pieces, I will put in the description, this piece can be repainted for a small additional fee only on some. And I don't know that a lot of people do that, but I just want the person to buy it and be happy and be in love with it. So if they don't like the color, but love the piece, I'm willing to do that. That is unbelievable. So then how do you, do you charge an extra cost for that? Yes. Okay. I'm like, okay. Not a whole lot, but, but I'm like, please tell I do. Me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So is there anything else that you would, that you would like to say about Etsy, about your furniture flipping, like experience on, on Etsy, anything else that you think would be helpful? Just in my opinion, if you are going to do any platform or take sort of a leap in any direction in this, in this case, it's Etsy, go in a hundred percent, be committed, yes constantly check keep doc, you know keep track of everything update as necessary if you know you can create discounts you can create whatever yes. just be in it a hundred percent because if you're not then you're not going to be successful at it that's just my biggest piece of advice that's amazing and that is amazing <laughs> and that just goes you know yes 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 I totally agree with that so tell everybody, we only have a few minutes left here. Tell everybody where we can find you. We will put all the links and everything in uh, show notes. So okay. yeah, tell us. Where so it's Etsy, it's Etsy.com. I believe forward slash shop forward slash sanded edges furniture. And I, I offer a couple pieces of furniture and I also offer a tutorial on how to add a faux reflection into a mirror. So yes. that it's more professional when you're selling. You guys need to go check that, that out alone, that out alone. And a painting consultation. I forgot a, a flipping consultation. That's amazing. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. So definitely check out her shop. So are you on Instagram, Facebook? I, oh, Instagram is at Sanded Edges Furniture underscore, which was Stephanie, Stephanie's idea. And then Facebook, I'm Sanded Edges one, I believe. And I'm on TikTok, but I forget my name on TikTok. That's okay. Um, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. And um, on YouTube, although I don't keep up with YouTube as much as I should. So I'm on a bunch of platforms. You are. And it's it's a lot to keep up with. I believe oh. me. <laughs> it's a lot to keep Girl. up with. Girl. Gosh. Gina, thank you so much for coming on here today. Uh, your your whole story with that with Etsy and just you selling on Etsy is, I know it's going to be so helpful to so many people. Um, definitely everybody that's listening, go check out her shop, check her out on social media. Um, and maybe we'll have you come back on again and talk about some other fun things. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Lindsay. You know, I would do anything for you. So anytime. Thank you so much. Have a great day. All right, Lindsay. You okay. too. Bye. Bye-bye. Hello friends. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm grateful that you tune in every week and that you share the show with your family and friends. I love having creative chit chats with you. And my hope is that this podcast will inspire you to try a new project, start a DIY that you've been putting off and decorate your home exactly how you want it. There are a few ways you can help us with the podcast, follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you could take a few minutes to leave the podcast a review, that would help us so, so much. Again, thank you for being here. And I look forward to our chat next week. Bye-bye.